Welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast, two work-from-home entrepreneurs who are laughing their way through parenthood. Hey guys, welcome back to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast. We're going to do some uh, life updates. Life updates. Some work updates. Work updates. As you know, uh, Shaylee and I are uh, work-from-home entrepreneurs who are also moms who are trying to figure out how to make this work. We don't know. Spoiler. We don't don't know, but you get to hear in real time. What we're trying. This is real time. So something that you um, glean a lot of information from and like take and own could totally change. On a whim. Uh, six weeks after we told you about it. But then we'll tell you then. And then then we'll tell you what's working for us now and it may or may not be what helps and works for you. That's true. But before we get into that, we of course have to thank our amazing sponsor. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Minivans. Do you have to say it like in the minivans? Yeah. Minivans. Uh, Shaylee, you don't drive a minivan. I don't. I drive an SUV. Oh. Are you too good for a minivan? Just curious. I think um, Jonathan really pushed to getting a minivan. Wait, wait, wait. Really? Oh, like so legit. I feel like that's opposite of Right. Me too. Me too. (laughs) I think he just saw the functionality of a Uh, minivan. You know what I tell people who are minivan haters? I'm like, I'm sorry, do you hate convenience? Yeah. Have you ridden in one? I think he realized like, we had a friend. And that he realized how, like, the doors opened, oh, yeah. and it's easy. Well, we had Same a Honda changer. Element for, like, the whole first year of Which Opal's life. Like the worst. Door it has suicide doors. Called up for a reason. And then, so you can only open the back little one by opening the front one. They right. open both from the center. And then you have to raise her, like, the back seats are, like, up higher. I'm not saying that it's the car from Back to the Future, but it's It's like an SUV and the car from Back to the Future had a baby and made a Honda Element, which we still have it, but now it's just not our main car. So now we have an SUV that just feels really easy, but minivans are lower. And then Jonathan got really into it and was like, people don't like minivans because they perceive this this thing about minivans that they're not cool, but if you had never seen a minivan before, (laughs) and someone said, hey, here's this new vehicle that's kind of an SUV and kind of a car, but look how convenient it is. Everyone would be all obsessed with it. He goes, they're only dorky because society's made them dorky, but there's some minivans that actually look cool if you looked at it and wiped all of the things you've ever heard about a minivan out of your head. Jonathan for president. And then I said, 2020. Why don't we not get a minivan while we only have one child and get a minivan when we, like, need a minivan and not get one until we, like, have to? So you're a little bit of a hair. I'm, like, I'm I'm on the line. Okay, well, we own some taglines for minivans. Yeah, I own one. I own the heck out of one. I I love my minivan. I'm dating my minivan. You're hardcore dating. I want to write a love letter to my minivan. Okay, I was like, we don't need to know details. And I'll do... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I will do so. Okay. Minivans. I used to be cool. I'm j- I am I am cool. Yeah. I am cool. Minivans. I am cool. Minivans. That's what we're going with. Minivans. Watch me load these kids in groceries with ease. Exactly. Exactly. You don't know. Only you're not watching me probably because I'm driving a minivan. What? I don't know. I'm just kidding. You think you think men don't look over at who's driving a minivan? It is a babe. I magnet. feel like the type of men you want to look aren't looking when what? you're driving a minivan. Lovers of children. <laughs> Wait a minute. This isn't going well. And like, mm, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. bail. I'm gonna bail. Never watch anything loading in or out of a minivan because it's either kids or usually a mom. Unless it's like a single mom <laughs> oh. who's looking for is love. Is that a tagline? If it's a single mom who's looking for love, 
then you can check her out loading into the minivan. Okay, yeah. we're just going to, that one's, we're just going to act That's like good. that didn't happen. <laughs> okay. Minivans. I'd like to see a regular size van. This is, <laughs> this is a mini. This is huge. <laughs> mm. uh, minivans, great for drive-ins, drive-in movies. Are they? Yeah. We park in the back row, open the hatch. You can put a little air mattress in oh. there, the whole thing. All of our seats store into the oh, floorboard. what? Minivans, great for road trips. Mm. Yeah, everybody can recline. Captain seats can recline. Minivans, bad for teenagers. <laughs> Thanks, minivans. Thanks, minivans. We used to take all the seats out of our minivan, except for the back bench seat, and drive to Florida. And we would alternate who got to like just lounge in the wide open oh, space with no seat belts or seat anywhere. Um, in every like 100 miles, we would rotate because there were three of us who got to like lounge on the floor bed. That is not legal anymore. No, it is not legal. But it was not pretty great. It legal. Not it probably legal. wasn't parents. Technically, parents. we all three had seatbelts in the back when we were sitting there. <sighs> okay. So you may be joining us tonight not to listen about us talking about minivans. You may be joining because we had sort of a cryptic uh, Instagram caption. Yeah. Can we say clickbait? It was clickbait. a little clickbaity. We buzzfeeded you. We buzzfeeded you. This episode, and you're here, and now it's been like five minutes of Minivan talk, and you're like, "So what is it?" What's and it's not going to be Kim Kardashian tried this new weight loss pill. No, that's it's fantastic. That. It's going to be worth it. But yeah. first, we're going to revisit a little sound bite. Yeah, a little sound nibble, as I like to call them. As you know, from episode seven, we've been talking about working from home. So working here's from the home. very first time. From episode seven, we, we talked talk about, about our process of working from home. I'll play it now. Well, I will say uh, <laughs> you handle it with three. I do have three, but you know, I didn't start with three, so it's kind of interesting how my business has changed as I've added a kid each time. Like, I feel like I feel like the number of weddings I should. I'm only taking thirty weddings a year. Kid <laughs> one. I'm only taking twenty weddings a year. Kid two. I'm only taking ten weddings a year. Exactly. Kid one more wedding. Um, <laughs> No more. No more <laughs> no. weddings. I'm moving into a home. No more kids. <laughs> so, oh, okay, okay. I love my kids. I don't love being pregnant, but that can be another The time. ten weddings a year is your fourth child. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm raising a child that is called ten weddings a year. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible name for a child. Ten, um, ten weddings a year? You didn't get to have that couch? I'm coming in there. I feel like that might have been one of our nerdier jokes we've ever done. <laughs> I'm okay with it though. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uncomfortable listening to us talk while we're sitting here. So I have a question. Why did you play that sound bit? Um, Why? I'm just gonna throw this out there. How many weddings a year are you taking next year? Zero. Zero weddings a year? Kadith? Is there something you would like to share with? I'm raising a child, and its name is not 10 weddings a year. I don't know what its name is going to be. When you say raising a child, do you mean inside your womb? I'm pregnant. Katie blew my mind (laughs) by calling me and telling me that she is in fact pregnant with her fourth child. We have it on record saying I'm not happy. We have it on record. Kids. Katie was my friend. There's that not it, many people who have that on record. No, and it wasn't even like a. I feel like if you were like Katie or Shaylee is pregnant, people would have bet their homes that it was me. <laughs> um, but I was like, I didn't even think that was on like the docket. It wasn't Shaylee. It wasn't on the docket. It wasn't at all. So I don't have a crib. <laughs> 
She sold her crib on Craigslist. And, but I believe I could pull that text message up on the day that you sold your crib. And you had all of the little toddler beds put in there together. You said, cry emoji, cry emoji, cry emoji, cry emoji, cry emoji. All my babies are grown up. I don't have a crib anymore or something to that effect. That's true. Um, I will tell you guys the whole story. But funnily enough, I did sell the crib while I was unknowingly six weeks pregnant. <laughs> it's, it's, this is a big update, guys. This so is we a felt big like update. We're also going to talk about work from home updates and what that looks like for Katie now with four kids because her four-year many- plan, her four-year plan has changed. Yeah. Um, first of all, can I speak on behalf of our listeners and say congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, listeners and Shane. Um, we're excited for you, and I will say that this is going to make for some fascinating content, if nothing else. Oh, that's why I did it. That's, that's why. why I, I was like, could you just like boost our ratings a bit by, like, I don't know, having a fourth? Oh, she gosh. was like, okay. No, that's not how that went, I don't think. Um, I'm naming it 10 Weddings a Year until all, you come up with a name. <laughs> Is 10 Weddings a Year kicking right I totally now? forgot that we had said that. I mean, it kind of rang a bell that I had said no more kids, but I forgot the whole joke about 10 and, Weddings And a the year. funny thing is, you are talking about taking less weddings and like not doing the 10 Weddings a Year that you've been doing. <laughs> right, exactly. And we're like, oh, we already, we planned the whole thing okay, out. I, I don't know, know what's stressful. Um, okay, so I will tell you the whole story. First of all, I feel like I want to be very sensitive about the way that I talk about this because I'm very, very grateful. So please don't. Like here, my little joke, my cavalier, I'm very, very grateful for this baby. It was not planned. I am a planner, so it did throw me off. I did cry myself to sleep the first she night. Herself but that's mainly it hormones. Was like a, it was like when you get in a, like a <laughs> car accident or a scary situation, and you're like, I'm fine, and I know I'm fine, but like my body's going to cry. My body's like rejecting this information, but right, I know that I'm good. I don't know what to do. Um, so please don't take that personally, future baby that's listening to this podcast. Um, please refer to the baby as 10 weddings a year. 10 weddings a year. Um, T-Dub. I love you. T-Dub. <laughs> T-Web. Um, Web. Uh, but Shaylee, your mom also cried to sleep cried herself to sleep which when she was pregnant, pregnant with, you, with me so. i keep saying this you baby's me lady. katie this baby's me yeah um i don't especially now that i'm a mother <laughs> i think I've, i think yeah. of having a two-year-old and a nine-month-old and finding out you're pregnant i believe that that's a lot right so almost as much as having a six-year-old a six-year-old a four-year-old a four-year-old a two-year-old and being pregnant and having a 10 um, weddings a year but everybody body. will be seven seven uh five three by the time this baby gets I would say perfectly spaced. Sure. We'll see. Okay. Um, So go ahead. Keep going. So, again, please don't take this too lightheartedly. Like, I I obviously take this very seriously. And I just, if this is your first episode by any chance, I kind of just wanted to go back and tell anyone who's listening that um, we actually had difficulty getting pregnant in the first place. Um, It took a lot longer than we expected. And we actually lost our first baby. And then we had Callie. Um, and then we lost another baby and then we had Emerson and then, um, Nora was actually our very first baby that we got pregnant right away with. And so I don't know why that is true. I mean, like it took us almost a year to get pregnant with Emerson. It's just crazy. So it's almost like my body finally learned what I'm saying is you're getting more fertile. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's insane. So I just, of course I'm a little bit overwhelmed at the moment, but I also just kind of want to like, if anyone is listening and doesn't know that background story, I mean, I had, a breakdown in an ultrasound after being told that, you know, my first pregnancy uh, wasn't happening anymore and crying and asking the ultrasound technician, do you think I'll ever have kids? So it's just kind of crazy to 
Um, it's just crazy. It's crazy, and I'm super grateful, and I'm super overwhelmed. So we'll get a crib. Happy tears or stressed out tears? <laughs> no, Both. they're they're happy tears. I'm just remembering yeah. then, and so obviously, if I could cut to this moment now and play it for myself, then I wouldn't have believed it. So it's just, it's a crazy story, and it's not one I had planned but it's we're gonna roll with it and we're gonna make a new plan and uh yeah <laughs> um but I will say just because it, people keep asking when you say this is a surprise what do you mean and the weird <laughs> the weird spell out is, your romantic <laughs> relations with I me I don't mind sharing because I think it's super interesting and then people are also taking note of like oh well, well then I won't we'll, do that we'll keep it pg in case there's kids in the room I was just going to say um <laughs> that I was on um a pill that is progesterone only um so okay break down what a normal birth control pill is because i don't even know what that means a birth control pill is part estrogen and part progesterone but i'm extremely sensitive to estrogen to the point where i'm like well we don't need a pill because i'm a crazy person you better not come near me (laughs) so it can mess you up to have too much of the one uh me personally you personally which i've heard that from a couple other different people so anyway I was trying this, um, and then the doctor said, just so you know, this is like a lower dose, so you probably also need to back up. Back up with some other... <laughs> other methods. And other and methods not is in like the methods that you hear, and you're like, oh yeah, of course you got pregnant. Like no, the no, other no. legitimate methods. The other legitimate method, and so I just think this baby is a miracle, because for a lot of people who have had surprises, <laughs> they can point to some night... And go. That's probably when that happened. And there's no, um, there's not a lot of that. Got past there, a so. lot of obstacles. Yeah. This baby. So I'm feeling like I'm participating in a miracle, and it's pretty cool. This baby's meant to be. This baby must be meant to be. And so at the time of recording this, I am 13 weeks. Oh my goodness! I was gonna say you're almost in your second trimester already. Yes. 13 you will be when it airs. Right. 13 weeks, and I did not know I was pregnant until. Nine weeks. And so one time, because Jared, my husband, is one of four kids, um, and I'm one of three kids, so I always kind of felt like three was the, like, we're all here. Mm-hmm. And Jared's always kind of been just a little bit more of like, three or four, three or four, but then obviously he was on board to sell the crib, so we were kind of like, three it is. It, mm-hmm. This feels fine. This feels good. This feels right. Um, but, so Jared had said before we decided to sell the baby things and like, call it um he had said like are you sure you don't want four i think our kids are being really sweet and having like a sweet moment and he said are you sure you don't want four and i said you know i've been pregnant five times if i could like i mean like if i could like skip first trimester then maybe and so then (laughs) we were kind of laughing because when you find out at nine weeks it feels like you got the fast forwarded Right. Version. So we were actually in South Carolina, and I wasn't feeling very well. You almost skipped the whole first trimester knowing, not knowing. <laughs> not knowing, yeah. Um, I wasn't feeling very well, but I um, couldn't quite pinpoint it. And then finally, like our last day there, I'd been there like two weeks, and the whole time I was like, Mom, I know something's wrong. I'm just so tired. I feel kind of achy. I feel kind of sick. I feel like I don't want to eat this. This is like, I don't know. What, what is wrong with me? And, um, Meanwhile, taking birth control every single day, so that's scary. But anyway, and then um, the last day that my husband got there, I was like, he's like, I'm going to swing by the store. And I was like, we pick up a pregnancy test. I have it on a text message. And he's like, for who? 
I'm like, I just want to rule it out. I just feel kind of weird. But so by uh, the fourth kid, you don't do the fancy. Uh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> it was like, hey, but don't spend over a dollar on this. <laughs> I just want to rule it out so I can try to take like some medicine because I just don't feel very good. And then truly did not think. Wow. That it was going to be positive, and it was positive right away because the baby's like, "I've been in here for five weeks." Finally, five can or, you stop taking you know, the pill? Yeah, could you stop it? I don't need any more progesterone. I'm um, strong. Which then, of course, I googled that like a crazy person, and apparently, everyone who's ever taken progesterone only is has had a baby. <laughs> so oh. it's not. So a progesterone-only birth control pill is not known to be effective. It's called the mini pill, and it's effective for 24 hours. So if you are late taking it, or if you miss a pill, like... It's effective for only 24 hours. Okay. It's effective for 24 hours from the moment that you took it. Right. So you have to take it at the exact same time every single day. And if you miss it by like an hour, or if you were to miss it by like a day... Then there's like a two-hour window you could get pregnant. Yeah. And so it's just not as reliable as a... Still sounds like pretty darn reliable with your backup method as well. I know. So anyway. If you want to know the gritty details, you can DM her (laughs) (laughs) on all the methods. I feel like if all the, if any of the episodes Jerry would have randomly listened to, he'd be like, what? What are you talking about? Well, I think too that, that it's something that's like, you're in like a solid committed marriage. You guys are great parents. And so like, I don't know, you have to kind of like, it's easy to say for me because I'm not pregnant with my fourth child but um you have to look at that and think like okay this baby's supposed to be here like yeah yeah that baby's supposed to be here i think i'm like we saw it on the ultrasound we took we got to do an early ultrasound because i had no way to know how far along i was and um i i saw it on the screen and it like already looks like a baby because i haven't like you had you know normally Mm -hmm. the ultrasound is kind of like like a bean yeah first time so and it was like kicking around and moving and I feel like until that moment, I was kind of like a little bit freaked out or trying to process. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, of course you're welcome here. Welcome you're to real. our family. You're going to be another one. Yeah, we, yeah. We're so happy that you're here. So please come join us. Oh my goodness. So anyway, ah! Callie's freaking out. She's so excited and hormones are real. So I just have to keep remembering that. It's all going to be fine again. It's so good. It's going to be so fine. It's going to be good. But yeah, if I would have put money on who was going to get pregnant next, Shaylee or Katie, I would have I would have put money on me too. I would have put money. Katie texted me and said, this is kind of fun, uh, said, no pressure, but if we want to have the most clickbaitiest title ever, get pregnant real quick. And I said, oh, thanks, but, like, I don't think I'm quite ready for another baby yet. And she texts back, neither am I. (laughs) (laughs) It made me laugh out loud because I thought, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's going to be fine. I keep saying it's going to be fine. And our friend Jen Fortner, who's very sweet, she goes, are you saying it's going to be fine because, like, you think it's going to be fine? Or is, like, you're trying to tell Is that your rally cry? I'm like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be, it's going to be fine. Well, from an outsider, I've never seen somebody wrangle three kids as well as you do. It's because I have a minivan. Well, it's because you have that minivan. (laughs) But you are raising three of the most adorable humans. They are well-behaved. They are, they're honest and they're, like, good little people. We listened to the discipline episode. I don't know. I just feel like you're doing a good job. So, of course, you're going to just have a fourth at its its own unique little ten weddings a year baby and um you're gonna it's you're gonna be great it's gonna be great 
Which leads us into what are the business plans now? Does this change things? Am I still going to homeschool? Katie had all a of these questions. Plan for and I will three ans- kids. I will answer those after Shaylee gives us her work from home update. Okay, work from home update with my one manageable child sounds a lot <laughs> less dramatic as it feels in my life. Um, every time I like get stressed out, I just think Katie has three and one on the way. She's doing this all pregnant. But my update has kind of been um I've kind of come to the realization that the running around of like I have a girl who comes one afternoon a week and then I have my mom who watches Opal one full day a week and then anytime we have shoots but that ends up being a lot of time and then also Tuesday nights so every week she watches her all day on Monday and then Tuesday nights and then whenever we do or don't have shoots or need to travel which is frequent and we're picking up more so it's starting to get like Opal's more mobile we're picking up more, and then in the back of my brain, I'm also thinking, and eventually we would like to add children to this, right. this, this deal. thing that's not this quite thing called life already, right? And so I think that for me, I don't know. I think it's been really hard because I think that I know some sort of like Mother's Day out, and it sounds so. I know a lot of moms have to or choose to send their child full time right. to some sort of care. Um, preschool or whatever it's called when they're like not even preschool age, but like daycare. <laughs> right. I'll say it. A Mother's Day out makes me feel better. So that's why I call it. I'm like Mother's Day out. It's not preschool. It's not daycare. It's Mother's Day out. <laughs> it's my one day out because I'm a mother. Um, so there's one option that is from eight to noon, two days a week at a church that's right by my parents' house. Um, the only option for under two is like eight to three. Or no, it's not eight. It's nine. Nine to noon. It's nine to three, which makes me feel a little bit more like anxiety about like her napping there. So we're going to tour it. Yeah. I'll give you an update. But Shaylee's perfect plan right now would be Tuesday, Thursday, nine to noon. And then instead of my mom doing all one day, she would do two half days. So she would pick up Opal then at noon, put her down for a long nap. She's transitioning to one nap too. I know it's late. She's 16 months, but... We're just now transitioning, I feel hey, like. Ain't no shame in the two-nap um, game. I'm going to two-nap as long as she would. She, she poops. Every time I put her down for a nap, she poops. She cries, and then I'm like, why is she crying? And then I go in there, and she's pooped. And she won't go to sleep with a poopy diaper, which neither would I, so it makes sense. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah. So, so then that would give you two, two full days full days. Mm-hmm. And then if I had um, Matilda, the little, little adorable gal, still come on one day a week or schedule my mom outside Have of those days, Have you told them who Matilda is? Because that's brilliant. I think I have. Matilda, for those of you who don't know, is my mommy's little helper. She's she calls her mama's little helper. Mama's little helper. <laughs> I, I call her that to her face. I'm like, hey, mom's little helper. <laughs> mom's little helper, mama need ya. Just kidding, I don't. Uh, Matilda, she is a homeschooled, adorable fifth grader. She may be in sixth grade now, but I think fifth grade. And she comes and she plays with Opal in the living room and Opal's nursery and feeds her lunch while I work at the home. So I don't leave the house I think that she's responsible enough I could, but the way I do it is I just choose to use that as time um, to just get stuff done in the house. I don't have to get Opal ready to leave. I don't have to pack a bag. I don't have to drive anywhere. Her mom drops her off at my That's house. brilliant. And I pay her for like two and a half hours of mama's helping. Yeah, so that's kind of a creative way. Back with before Opal, we started it probably like the start of last summer, maybe. So that would have been, Opal would have been like November, December, January, February, like six months old, seven Mm -hmm. months old, eight months old. Um, So yeah, so she's getting older, but to me it's just, 
even the thought of like, it'd be a little bit cheaper maybe if I took her to a Mother's Day Out type program. But up to this point, that's been like, but then I'd have to get her ready. Like I just lay out her little outfit and Matilda gets her dressed. I put out lunch and she puts her in her high chair and feeds her lunch. Right. So it's like, I'd have to like pack a bag, physically put her in the car, drive somewhere, drop her off, whatever. And so I've just found it's time that like, it's almost my rule that I don't leave because then I can get work done in the house. Right. And then also Jonathan's like home. And so I don't know if I was like a 12 year old, I would feel weird about being left in a house alone with like a man, (laughs) a grown man. Um, yeah, so I mean, if he wasn't at the house, I might be like, I might run to the store for a sec, I'll be right back. But, you know, it just makes, it's just like, it's not that I don't trust her, but just for me, it works. It's like, this is my time to get accounting is what I usually try right. to do during it. I'm going to do bookkeeping or I'm going to do um, work for client work. It's just mental time that I have. So basically, I've only had a very small amount of that. But just like anything, my mom has stuff that comes up. Matilda has stuff that comes up. I have stuff that comes up. So it's almost like, if I had somewhere that even if the teacher was sick, they would have a substitute. They have multiple teachers. Right. Yeah, there's multiple people who work there. And so there will always be... You can count on it. Those two days for those amounts of time that are open, right. she'll be able to be exposed to other kids. Um, Jonathan and I are going to tour a couple and make sure that we feel really good about it. Um, but there's one that's come really highly recommended. And so... It's hard because in my mind, I've always not known whether I wanted to homeschool or not homeschool back like when that gets there. So in my mind, I'm kind of like, well, wait, if I'm already having to have two mornings a week that she's not here and with my mom because I need two days a week off to like do my work, then like, what am I thinking? Like, how am I going to like then add another kid or two and then homeschool them all, (laughs) but still do everything I'm doing? So I don't know the answer to what that looks like yet, but I think I'm in a place where I know... What I don't want to do is be in the place where I have, like, a second one on the way. So now I'm going to come up with something to do with my one because now I have my other one, and then I'm in the exact same place that I'm in now. I'm like, I want to do something now so that I can get things done that I need to get done and then, you know, move into that when the the season comes. And see if it works, and if it doesn't, then you can change it. I think that's the thing. It's not like I'm signing a contract or, like, giving my baby away to someone. (laughs) I am, but, you know, three hours at a time. three hours at a time, yeah. Um, But yeah, she's not having to like nap there and she's very social and she loves all kids and she says hi to everyone. Um, Literally, there was like, we were walking in Aldi and there was like an old, old lady driving by and she's like, hi, the old lady cannot see you. She needs to watch the road. Um, But yeah, I just, I think she probably craves that social interaction, so Anyway, that's I kind of where I'm at. a solid plan, lady. Yeah, so I'd have two solid days. Does my plan make you want to throw up a little bit? You no. can be honest. Okay. No, is why? That, is that just because I'm, like, trying to, like, manage my one? No, I think okay, it's really good. smart because I think I made the mistake of... Trying to do it all. Trying to do it all and then never revising it. Just, like, because of the, the ebb and flow of my business having this off-season, everything worked in the off-season. Right, right. And it would work just enough, just long enough for me to think... Well, I can power through the crazy season. And so... And it'd get just not bad enough for you to never have to change it. Mm -hmm. Right. Never have to change it. And I think if I'd been a little more proactive from the start with my first, it maybe possibly would have been a better fit probably for everyone. But um, which leads me to now that I have a fourth kid on the way. Your four-year plan changes. I'm I'm doing 
I'm due on October 5th. Okay. Will I still try to homeschool? Talk Callie? me through. Can you talk me through Katie's three child plan real quick, like in a <laughs> nutshell, and then we'll jump to like processing the fourth. Well, when I went to the ocean, I had okay. some really good heart to hearts with my mom. And before you knew, before I knew, um, and I kind of just started to feel really good about this decision that I was coming to. Which a couple of things I was trying to work through was being a wedding photographer who works on the weekends. Or works in the evenings, you know, when people are off work. <laughs> Ready to have their picture taken. Yeah, that's that's when I would go to work. Um, that really works if you're homeschooling because you can have your kids all day. And then if you need to sneak out at night or on the weekends, it's not that big of a deal because it's not your precious family time. And then what I was panicking about is if I have one kid in school and the rest are at home, how do I do this now? Um, because I'm going to miss out on somebody. Right. Um And anyway, and so then part of me too, I feel like my heart was changing just a little bit toward um, weddings. I still love weddings, but it is any, I think any wedding photographer would tell you it is, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of, I mean, weddings it's a big deal. Are hard. <laughs> it's a big deal. I would um, say it's the only time there's something you literally can't redo. You like can't even redo if you it, hired right. a famous person for this like huge stressful commercial shoot. You could redo And you had like one shot. Yeah. Right. You could still rehire them or just say, can we do one more take? I'm right. sorry. I know you got to go, but you right. can't be like, redo the vows. Right. And so I think, um, like anything, if you have a great client, you can have a great wedding day. If you have a stress-prone client, you can have a pretty stressful wedding day. And um, anyway, and so just kind of looking at all of that, I'm starting to feel like a little bit more um, interested in commercial work, maybe gravitating toward commercial photography, gravitating more toward um, art direction again. I, mm-hmm. I really miss art direction. I actually get to do it more with the mystery art than with anything. Or that's the TV show that I write for um, than with anything else. And I, um, I don't know. So I just have been kind of brainstorming around that. And so, so looking, looking at options that are between the looking, eight to five, looking at options that are between eight to five, which is all commercial work. And so then I, I decided, I told my mom, I said, I really just think for a year, I'd like to try um, Callie in school and then the other two in a preschool for two days a week. I really think I'd like to work for two days a week. And whether that is freelance graphic design or trying to book some commercial shoots or even just trying to look for photography opportunities during the day. I have a couple of realtors that yeah. I work with that maybe want you know house shoots, things that I've had to turn down before because I've always had kids at home with me. Um, and you can't take three kids to uh, commercial advertising. I mean, you can, but it would be uncomfortable for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so I told her, I, I just really think I want to try it for a year. And then if I don't like it, I can always change my mind again. Right. And she says, I think that's a great plan. Yeah. And the next day I Problem found out I was pregnant. And oh, so man. I think that was part of what threw me off a little bit too, is because I was like, wait a minute. I just felt really peaceful about the next step. And now what? Now what? So like that was maybe a four-year plan, and now this is possibly like a seven-year plan, and that seems like a really long time. Right. And I started going like, I'm going to be 40 before I can ever do anything again, and really that's just not true because I have plenty of friends who uh, right. go straight back to work and whatnot. So it's just yeah, yeah, sorting through what all this means and trying it's to like- take. That's an option? Yeah. Wait, some people take eight weeks off, go straight back to full-time, no matter how many kids they have. It's an option. That is an option, yeah. And and I don't think I desire that option, but um, 
I think, too, I have to take the, some of the guilt away because I think in my mind, whatever I did with Callie, I have to do exactly the same way. Otherwise, it's like somehow special treatment. But then I think about it objectively and I'm like, Callie probably would have loved to be in preschool yeah. this whole time. So just because I've created something that I think is some sort of, I was the most hands-on, so that makes it the best. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. So. And every, every situation is going to be so different for every child anyway. Yes. Because Kelly so was an only child for a while, and then Emerson was an only two child for a while. Right. And then Nora's going to be like, remember when there were only three of us? <laughs> um, but I think every child is so different as well. And every mom is so different that I think even if you're not like, I want my kids in full-time child care, not even that moms who do that want that. Some moms have to do it. Some moms want to do it. And right. Some people don't aren't sure what they want, but that's what they're doing right now. Right. But just even to know that that's an, an option, even if that's not what you feel like, it right. gives you a little bit more control of like, no, I chose this. I can craft this yeah. the way that it fits our family best. So after finding out, um, I kind of tried to process that again and... You know, my mom is really encouraging. She's like, your plan still is good. It just maybe just take a year and still send them to preschool. They'd still love it. And then you'd have that time with this newborn and this newborn um, naps a lot. And if you decide to want, you want to do some design work at home while the baby's napping, that's totally an option. If you don't, that's an option too. And, maybe and if you have four, your time with the newborn who's sleeping is going to feel like it's not even like I a know, kid. Right? It's like I my know. aunt was six. That's like, I'm off this weekend. I have like two of them here with me. Right. I'm like, that's some people's all the time. Right. Exactly. I know. It is crazy. Going to the, going to a store with two kids instead of three, it does feel like totally. Only two. Yeah. So I can't imagine if I had just a newborn to go do errands with, I'd be like, woohoo. There's so much room in my grocery cart. <laughs> but um, it's all perspective. But anyway, so... I think I'm leaning towards right now, this is your real-time... Real-time updates. Is that we're going to try public school for Callie Rose next year. She's probably going to love it. It's going to be harder for you than it is for her. It'll be horrible for me on the first day because I have literally never taken her to anything ever. <laughs> never taken her into a building and dropped her off ever. Callie's journal, like, day 7,900 of captivity. <laughs> I'm finally... I'm, I'm being released. <laughs> uh, there's something called recess. It's glorious. Um, <laughs> she's going to love it. I'm going to be fine, and if I'm not, or if she's not, then we can reevaluate. This yeah. doesn't mean it's set in stone. And then I am leaning towards opening up Katie Day Design again and taking in some mm. graphic design clients. So art directors, creative directors, if you need a designer. Find um, her. So art direction, me. talk me through how art direction is different than just graphic design. Like, I obviously know that there's a difference. Yeah. Me well, I mean, the... most likely I would probably be doing more design than art direction, but art, art direction is my heart. Art direction is my dream. So the the creative director and the art director are the idea men. They kind of come up with the, like the ad campaign or they help brainstorm like what the copy is going to be, what the headline is going to read or just the direction. The, same. the big idea. Yeah. The big idea. Like, um, not to say that a designer and a copywriter don't also do that, but if the, you. The Don Draper. Uh, yeah, he's a creative director. Um, that's a Mad Men reference, FYI. But if you were to go on a photo shoot, there would be an art director present. And so he would be kind of the brand ambassador. So let's say a Saying photo... yay or nay to the photographer. Yeah, like he would He would be, he'd have to own the shoot. And uh, so like, you know, if he notices that... <laughs> I did a lot of food photography back in my ad agency days because we all had, we had food service clients at the ad 
agency I worked for. So like we did a shoot for Uncle Ben's. And so if there's a recipe and the rice is not looking right or if if there's a product in the shot that isn't brand appropriate or if like if the photographer stages it and there's a beer and you know that the company doesn't approve of beers you kind of have to be on all that know the brand guidelines and then also just have a good eye for style like right eh, i don't think you know we wouldn't need a it looks like the rice package is growing out of the middle of the (laughs) bowl right and light in lighting too it helps that i would have a photography background well i was going to say the fact that you have a graphic design background a photography background would really help you in being able to work with the different designers working on. but it's not very likely and maybe i'm wrong so if i'm wrong call me you stop it but it's not very likely that you'd freelance a bunch of just art direction. It's more likely that you'd do kind of like the you design freelance work. the design work right. outside of it. Yeah, but that's something I can work toward. All you people who are like, huh? I'm looking for an art director now, and I would love to sit in and concept because that is my very favorite thing. I love brainstorming. I love collaboration. Um, I'm gonna throw this in here. <laughs> Katie brainstormed and helped me kind of think through a little video, and then helped me with some copywriting, which I don't know how to copyright, but I am willing to learn. So well. Two brains together. We'll see when I hear back from the client if it worked, but we were happy with it. Uh, Jonathan <laughs> I had a great and I, the internal heart team, were very happy with it. Um, so that's kind of a different direction, going more commercial, and I'm very interested and excited, and hopefully it will work out. And if it doesn't, or if I change my mind completely, and in two weeks I have a crazy hormonal swing and I decide I'm homeschooling forever, we'll update you. We'll update you then too. So but. nutshell, Katie for kids is, to recap, Public school for the eldest, which is Callie. Yes. Who will be the appropriate age for first grade, or will she? Yeah, first grade, baby. First grade next year. Perfect timing. Um, and then the other two, maybe part time. Preschool, care. probably two days a week. Preschool, two days a week. And then a newborn. Newborn. Of October. Strapped to your body. <laughs> barely even notice it's there. You'll barely notice. Um, <sighs> and I'm excited you're going to focus snuggles. on more work. Yeah. Between the hours of nine and five-ish. I would just say that's the end goal now. And and please hear me out because I don't live in a la-la land of financial security. So if that means I'm shooting weddings until I reach that goal, I'm totally on board with that. And I will totally be... And you have weddings that are booked. I do have a couple weddings that are booked. And People I, who are listening are like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, I... I I booked some really killer couples this year that I I really adore them. And so if that if I luck out with clients like that forever, I will continue to book a handful of weddings as long as I need to or, or can get those clients. So it's not like I'm just going to say Throw everything photography out. is now closed and yeah. I'm a different person, but hopefully, I don't know. I, I, That's exciting. Listen, I listened to a podcast where they talked about being a multipreneur and how maybe it's okay. Maybe it's okay to not be like, I am this, this one thing. Maybe it's okay to like make a thousand dollars doing watercolor and a thousand dollars doing your yeah, podcast. You've and already it all heard adds up Kendra, to what you need. Our friend that, yeah, a lot of people do all different things. And I think that, that sometimes those are the most successful people because they don't burn out. They don't the burn out and they have their eggs aren't all in one basket. Right. So they have different revenue streams coming in from different places. Right. And I think that's kind of the goal. might just be my destiny because I look at my track record and, man, I sure have a lot of interests. And then we're like, (laughs) let's still podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Which actually, um, the podcast has been going really well. Yeah. And everyone should get excited because we're just going to tease it. Yeah. But we have some legitimate sponsors coming up. We do. So get ready. Yay. but we're still going to do fake sponsors. Excited. We're always going to have, if we have a legit sponsor for an episode, we're always going to have a legit sponsor and a fake sponsor. You guess which is which. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're definitely not gonna not gonna quit that. But that's kind of an exciting thing. We've kind of, I don't know, kicked that around for a little bit. But we decided it wasn't a door we were necessarily gonna close because we are putting a lot of time and effort into the podcast. And so if this turns into like even a small little trickle of yeah. paying for itself, if nothing else, then right. that's something we're totally open to. So. So I'm coming up with a segment that Katie doesn't know. Oh, boy. Really quick, for the new baby, congratulations. Oh, and nice. really quick, what we're going to do is a lightning speed round, no thinking, stream of consciousness improv. Okay. We're going to name, between you and I, we're going to go back and forth, and name as many things we can in 15 seconds okay. that are amazing about having a brand new baby. Okay. Okay. Cute, tiny baby clothes. Snuggles. Baby smell. Smiles. Fuzzy hair. Uh, that thing when they curl your hand around the finger. Oh, hand holding. Yeah. Baby hand holding. Um, uh, swaddling. Uh, baby burrito. Singing lullabies. Oh, um, gooing. When they get hair for the first time and it starts getting real long. When they smile at you. Oh, um, when bad. they sleep for the first time. All the way through the night. Because <laughs> you nailed it. Okay, that was 37 seconds. Does it make you more excited? <sighs> it does. It does. It's going to be great. And you're going to get to see your kids, like, take care of it. Because a seven-year-old is pretty much a mommy's little helper. I know. Why? Maybe I shouldn't send her to school. <laughs> well, send her to school. Your mommy's little helper needs to be there to raise your fourth kid. All right. Mm, congratulations, Katie. Thank you, Shay. <laughs> it's going to be great. Tell a story of when you found out or something. Oh my gosh. About my brain. Selling the crib. For everyone that doesn't realize what's happening right now, it's called baby brain and it is <laughs> no, a real thing. You're going to cut this, please, for the love. The blood is um, going to the placenta instead of the brain. It's real. That's a real thing. Thank you for listening to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast. You can find us on Facebook or on Instagram at Shaylee and Katie. And if you want to be our best friend, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Those are greatly appreciated. Seriously. Seriously. Are you being serious?